and welcome to episode 34 of Geekers Creepers. This is the podcast where we talk about the geeky side of life and we talk about the creepy side of life. I am your host, Rob, and I am joined by my co-host, the man who's so cool that he's also known as the birthday boy. We are joined by the birthday boy of this week, Jose. How's it going, Jose? Yeah, good, good. I'm turning the big uh, four or five, the big 45. Can you believe really? Yeah. Jose, you should have just lied and said 25 or 35 or something, man. Wait, I said 21. Didn't I say 21? Oh, I said my actual age. Oh, I meant 21. <laughs> I'll have to edit that. <laughs> yeah, edit that. Jose. Yeah, the big two one. I finally old enough to drink. Yeah, speak about drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jose is enjoying himself a nice cocktail. Hopefully, yes, by I'm... the end of the show, he will not uh, be talking about unusual, <laughs> unusual topics. <laughs> unusual off the topic. Yeah. All right, off let me tell you. Topic. I absolutely hate you. <laughs> what the reason I do this <laughs> podcast is because <laughs> I'm just waiting to ruin your life. No, I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Well, a birthday boy enjoying his drink. Well, not yet. Yeah, pre birthday drink. Pre birthday drink. Um. Yeah, man. Uh. Well. Uh. uh sorry. Uh. To the listeners out there, I am a little tired. It's been as I was talking to Jose. We've been uh working pretty crazy recently, oh, and I. So it's been rough. Yeah. Hence the reason why this podcast is being recorded a little bit later than usual. But still, we're going to be talking about geeky things and creepy things. We're going to be talking about the news of the week. And we're going to be talking about a few creepy stories that we found, some creepy news of the week stories, as well as one that I don't want to say it's a, a creepy a, a creepy topic, but it's a, a crazy little video uh, about a guy that can summon UFOs and was actually caught on video. So this is a, a fun little uh, story. I don't know. Did you ever see this one, Jose? I heard about it. I heard about it the other day, actually. Yeah, it's like I saw it some years back. And I'm like, this is weird, but it, it's kind of a fun. It's a fun little, uh, little art or video. But with that said, Jose, as we like to always start out, what have we been playing this week? All right. Um, you know, same all with my nephew. You know, he he beat. We finally beat um, Luigi's Mansion. And I swear, every time I go over, I've, I went over a lot uh, this past week because um, my sister-in-law went, was on, um, she had to leave to California for a family emergency. So it was my brother and his oh. kids. So I was going over there a lot and um, it was Luigi's Mansion nonstop. He just wanted to keep playing it. He wanted to keep beating it. And I was like, oh my God, all right, let's keep playing. <laughs> and um, I've no- I noticed something that really annoyed me um, while I was playing um, Luigi's Mansion. And that is, he kept telling me to press uh, what what some button. I don't remember what button. I think he said press X, right? Doesn't he so go was, Mario when you hit that? Uh, no, 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 he doesn't. Oh, okay. Well, at least maybe not in this game. Okay. Um, but I noticed that I got very annoyed because I was pressing X, but the Xbox version, ah. where the X is on the Xbox, and I was just like, you know, there have to be some kind of rule where the buttons are all the same, you know, like in every console, because X <laughs> is on the on the PlayStation on the bottom, which is called the cross button. You know, X on the Xbox is over here and on Nintendo it's over here. And they have so many, you know, I was just so confused with all the buttons. I was like, you know what? I'm getting too old for all this stuff. I was, I was about to say that. I was like, you're getting old. You're like, back in my yeah. day, X, <laughs> X cross button. 
We only had two buttons back in our day, you know? B&A. <laughs> so he was like, press ZR. And I'm over here looking like, where the hell is ZR? This thing, you know? These and, dark uh, kids. <laughs> going back to my pinball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to play games no more. I'm sick of it. Yeah. So so we were doing that. I was playing that. Yeah, start your, your new podcast, Geezers Creepers. <laughs> Geezers Creepers. Or, or two-button controller uh, creepers. And uh, so we were playing that. And I've been playing a lot of... Um, uh, Zelda Wind Waker for the for the uh, GameCube. Okay. On my Wii. Yeah, I've been playing that since like last week. I don't know why. I, got, I, I went over to my nephews and I saw a picture of it. I was like, you know what? I want to play that game. Wait, you hooked up your Wii? Yeah, my Wii's hooked up. It's still hooked up uh, to my TV. So um, you should see. I have a real geeker, a real geeker living room. I have my mm-hmm. PS4, my uh, Wii, my uh, Xbox One X, my OG Xbox, and uh, I had to move my Dreamcast because I just had no more room. <laughs> Crazy. So you got yeah, nice little setup there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Connect um, is here. My VR is here. You know, my Xbox Connect. And uh, so yeah, I popped it in, and I was just like, man, what a wonderful game, man! It's just so colorful and so fun, and I'm just having a good time playing it again. Just brings back memories of when I was playing it when I was younger. That's cool. And, uh, or not younger? I, well, I guess yeah, because it came out like 20 years ago. So uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 technically you're always younger, but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. yeah. <laughs> So great game, and uh, that's about it. Oh, and I did play a, a little bit of Rocket League yesterday, which I haven't done in a while, and uh, okay. I sucked at it. And uh, but I had a good time, you know, pretty good. How about yourself, Robert? Um, so as usual, you know, my DVD. Uh, but then I decided I'm like, I am gonna enjoy Hades. I'm gonna play this game, and I'm gonna enjoy it. I feel like I'm eating broccoli, but um, yeah, you know what? It I'm actually having fun. Uh, went back, played it. I'm not, I realized one thing. I'm just not good at the game. Cause like I was, I've, I've went online. I'm like, okay, so what are some tips? You know, what am I doing wrong? And then I went, you know, I looked at, I, I went on YouTube and then I went online and, you know, saw like what people are you know saying. They're like, Oh, you know what? It, it can be kind of tough, but I beat it after 14 runs. Other people are like, yeah, after 30 runs, I got it beat. You know, each run is each time you play it through because it's, um, um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. It is a, uh, what are the name of those games? A rogue, uh, not a, it's like Rogue Legacy. Uh, oh my god, mm. uh, Jose, help me out! You gotta help me out. What are these games called where you die all the time and you come back? The uh, response, uh, not a response. Sorry, come back. What are you talking about? Yeah, like uh, so, game. No, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> Ooh, I am tired. <laughs> um, no, what were you? Um, you die and you start back from the beginning. Um, is it a rogue? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Robert. <laughs> no clue. Um, uh, oh, speaking of which, I got to make a note here. <laughs> like fire, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I read my mind. Yeah. Uh, it, whatever. It's one of those games that you, uh, you start all over from the beginning. You, you die, you start all over. And so each time you start over, um, it's it's called a run. You know, you do it over. Mm-hmm. So you literally start from the beginning of the game, but you get better and better. Um, Rogue Legacy was a famous one that did it. Uh, uh, there's a few other games that I'm really drawing blanks on now. Um, and, and of course, Hades is one. 
And so I realized that I'm not very good at those type of games. And I think that's why it got is driving me nuts. Because like I said, some people said 14, some people said 30. I think I'm close to 40 something, 43, 44, as far as my run. And I'm still haven't beat the game. So I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying and, and, and um, uh, see if I can, if I can beat that. Yeah, you could do it, Robert. Yeah. I believe in you. Thank you. If I just, I just can't remember what these things are called. Um, uh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, first person shooters, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I've been playing that. Uh, and uh, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, I tried Subnautica for like 10 minutes and uh, oh, geez. Uh, Was that the VR game? Uh, no, that's the one where you're underwater. That was one of the free games. Oh, right, 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 right. For the kid. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know what? I've actually, uh, Castlevania X. I did play that, and I'm at the very last level. And You I'm know right what? I'm glad you mentioned that, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it as well uh, for the um, Turbo Graphics, so we can mm-hmm. talk about it. We can do a review about it. That'd be awesome, because... Like it's it's a difficult game, but it's not as difficult yeah. as I you know people made it out to be. I'm at the last level, and that is really tough. Uh, I'll be honest; one of the good things is unlimited continues. That if it was like three continues, I wouldn't be able to beat that. But um, yeah, it's it's a fun game, and cool. uh, yeah. Uh, so a couple of things, Jose. Number one is we we got our first actual email, other than people from Phoenix University writing into us to tell us to go to school there. We got one of our right. first I'd like to talk about that before we start out everything because he touches on a topic that we talked about last week. Um, also, uh, we talked last week. We talked about uh, one of the streamers that she, every now and then she jumps on my stream and um, and I check her stream every now and then on Twitch. It's Savage underscore Irish underscore. She wanted to give you out. She wanted to give a shout out to you, Jose. Saying uh, you better jump on Dead by Daylight so you can play with us at some point. You know, I know you played Ooh. twice, but she was just like. You know, jump All one right. day and you could join us on one of our uh, one of our gaming runs. Sounds good. Yeah, I, um, I still have it. I still have it on my PS4 too. So, if you're ever interested, okay. just tell us and we can set some you know time to play. Yeah, but all right, sounds good. Let's go over our first email. Our first right. ever email. First uh, email. Breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> we'll have to, we're gonna have to figure out a new um uh, uh if if we get another email uh some type of intro. Yeah. Yeah, we should give that uh, email uh, emailer a gift of five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for being the first. Jose, you're fired. Um, uh. <laughs> so this is—he's uh, also uh, a streamer. He, uh, but he goes by Dubsec. I believe he's Dubsec uh, when he streams Dubsec four twenty. But mm-hmm. so it was our topic last week. You know when you said our game's too long. Yes, yes, yes. And he made a good. Uh, this is something I don't think we actually touched based on uh, uh, when we were talking about you know our games too long, uh, you know that we're getting old. But he says uh, this is Dub from Twitch. Some of the Assassin's Creed games are real long, like the last one I played was Origins, and I still haven't beat it. But there's so much to do between the story mode and all the side missions and finding all the tablets and stuff. But it's one of those games that you can come back to and mess around with because there's so much to do. And the other one was Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands was a long game also. So mm. with that said, I think that was something maybe we really didn't touch base on because our game's too long. Yes, some of them are. But mm. like when he talked, like I haven't played the Assassin's, the new Assassin's Creed games. I played some of the older ones. But yeah. one thing that we didn't really say is like the side missions. And 
Yeah. One thing which I thought about was like The Witcher. For me, The Witcher 3 is a very long game, but I beat the game. But I also played through all the side missions too. And I think that's something that, you know, if the side missions are trash, if they're just something that, you know, hey, go pick up this, you know, go mm-hmm. find me a, a chicken and bring it back or go, you know, go get this treasure, you know, and there's not much story to it or anything really interesting about the side missions. Uh-huh. Then it drags out and it seems like it's padding. But like, for example, The Witcher, those side missions, each time you went to one, there was a story behind it. There was uh, a different character that like if you ran into him again, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that um, lost his. I don't know. It might be something stupid, like lost his shoe in the forest. But there was still a story to it and it made it really, really interesting. And I think, you know, our games too long. Sometimes they are. But when you can make it interesting, it really just it doesn't matter because it's just you're in that world. And like, again, The Witcher, I played it was during quarantine, but I played so much of that because it was so interesting that and it's one of those examples where I could have kept playing more. And I don't think it was it, it was a long game, but it wasn't a game that I would say was too long or that it was too much for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. You know, looking back at it, I think the problem for me is that during quarantine, I had all the time in the world. You know, mm-hmm. I was playing, uh, like I said, Yakuza, which is a long game, you know, um, has lots of side missions. It was no problem. But once, you know, like I started going back to work, and, you know, I'd be I'd be getting home exhausted and, you know, just, you know, whatever. I just didn't I felt like to me it brought me back to the um, days where I was just like, you know. I just don't have the time like I used to, to play those kind of long games, uh, um, you know, or, or maybe also I don't have the patience no more because I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't do side quests on games. I don't okay. like, um, I don't care about them. I'm like, whatever. Um, they're a nice bonus, you know, they're a nice touch, but like horizon zero dawn has side missions. Didn't care for them. I'm like, whatever. I just want to beat the game. Um, Spider-Man. You know, I, I didn't do any side missions there either. I just beat the game straight really? up. Really? Yeah. And uh, same with uh, Batman Arkham Knight, even though I haven't beat the game yet. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, I just I just want to focus on the game, on the story or whatever, and just try and beat it as fast as I can. And, um, you know, but side missions do add a different um, layer to the game shall we say mm-hmm. because you know you don't have to do those right it's just like if you want to do them that's fine and um they do add to the length of the game if you want to do that but um yeah i mean I, like i said i was just referring to like um long games and uh like 40 hour plus games to be just the game itself you know yeah. that's without the side missions to, to me that's a long time you know it's yeah. like that'll take me forever nowadays, you know, and then with summer, you know, I hardly game a lot during the summer anyways, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm either at work or I'll be, I prefer to be outside in the summertime than mm-hmm. be stuck in, inside. And, um, you know, when I was younger, I had no problem, mm-hmm. you know, staying inside playing games or whatever, you know, and air conditioning or whatever, but, you know, but that's a good point. You know, he brought up the uh, side missions mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I mean, that definitely, tech, you know, adds on another extra 10 hours of gameplay, you know? If that. I mean, there are some games, like uh, the Breath of the Wild. Their side mm-hmm. missions are blah. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, it, it, really? it's, it's not a very interesting side mission. I, as far as Spider-Man, I 
affected a lot of those side missions because you would end up getting new suits, new powers. Uh, it was just, it was really interesting. Some of them, some of them were fetch quests, but there were the other ones that actually added on to the story. But I do agree. I do agree with Dub. There are some games that even if they are long with, with the correct side missions, it becomes a game that it's fun to play, to come back to. And I just don't feel like it, it, it. I might not be able to finish the game right away, but sometimes I don't want to because the other parts are so interesting. And there are a few. Yeah. Like the Witcher is definitely one of those games. But with that said, uh, well, first off, thank you so much, Dub, for writing in, and anybody else can if you'd like to, and we could. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, and if more people write in, hopefully we'll be able to figure out how to implement, you know, any comments into the uh, uh, into our podcast. But with that said, let's talk about the news of the week. Okay, and the first news of the week is Sony has sold 7.8 million PS5 consoles, and it says, parentheses, Jose is not one of them. Okay, so it says here, this is an article from TheVerge.com. It says Sony has sold 7.8 million PlayStation 5 consoles as of March 31st. The company says it's in its the company says in its latest earnings reports. The number of PlayStation Plus subscribers is now 46. 47.6 million, a 14.7% increase year on year. Uh, the fourth quarter figures bring the overall PlayStation business to a total operating profit of 342.2 billion yen, which is 3.14 billion dollars for the 2020 financial year, a record for Sony. So it goes into a little more about their, um, you know, the, kind of what they've been making, you know, money-wise. But, Jose, are you surprised that the Sony has sold 7.8 million PS5 consoles? I think the, t- the title should have been 7.8 million consoles sold, 350 billion people still waiting to get a PS5. <laughs> Or you know what? As as crazy as it sounds, seven point eight million PS5 consoles sold, and three million people have those consoles. The other ones are being oh, sold yeah. in the black market. You they're know, still on eBay. They're they're still on eBay. The other four point whatever billion or, or million are still on eBay. You know what? That's a good point. That's a damn good point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that so many are sold, but there's still so many people without the PS5. Uh, so yeah. I know, Jose, you're looking for a PS5. You know, you keep looking and looking and no luck. Is I, my personal opinion is I really don't want one right now. I don't care for one. The games that are coming out, other than a select few, you could get on the PS4. Um, there's really yeah. nothing that's, you know, maybe just a, a select few. I believe uh, Returnal is only a PS5 game. And that came out, which that looks really interesting. But other than that, it's just if you could play it on the PS5, you could play it on the PS4. And right now, getting one, really? Eh, I don't care. Uh, how do you feel about that, Jose? No, you know what? I am I was very hyped for it, but I got to be honest. I, I've stopped looking. Like, mm. maybe for the past month, I just forgot all about it. I'm like, whatever, you know. Um I, you know, I would go to websites and just check like weekly and just, you know, I'd go to like GameStop and Best Buy, all of them sold out, sold out. And I'm just like, you know what, whatever. I mean, here we are in May 
November, yeah. December, January, February, March, April, six months. And, you know, you still can't find one. You know, I'm not, no, I'm not going to wait no more. I'm like, whatever, I'm moving on. <clears throat> if, you know, at this, at this rate, it'll probably just, I'll probably just get it when the new um, model comes out, the slim yeah. or whatever like that, you know, when kind of like with the PS4. And um, because this is insane. I was like, I, I cannot believe it's already six months and you still cannot find one like anywhere. You can't you yeah. can't go on any website right now and, and buy one. And yeah. um, or if yeah. you do find one, you have to pay what how much are they going for? Five hundred? Yeah, five hundred yeah. and four hundred for the um, disk drive or the disk free version. You know, like I said, if you find one, you're gonna have to pay like seven, eight hundred, a thousand dollars. Um yeah. I mean, you yeah. could find one, you know, you could find one easily, but, mm. you know, I'm not going to pay that price. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm paying $500 and that's it. And even now, like you said, I'm just going to wait at this point. I'm like, this is, re- I mean, I'm sure it's not Sony's fault. I'm sure Sony, if they could, they'd, you know, sell like, you know, they'd have a lot more uh, because obviously the numbers show mm. that, you know, they're, they're, that they're doing well, but yeah, I don't know what the problem is, you know, or I don't know if it's like a, a chip shortage or, or what's going on. And at this point, I really don't care anymore. I'm like, you know, six months in and I still can't find one. So whatever. Yeah, you know? I, I and I'm on the same boat. I, I think, you know, as we always mention, there's a lot of games in our back catalog that we can play. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's, for me, personally, for me, there's no real incentive for me to buy one. Even, you know, like if, if I found one for the 500, yeah, I mean, I, I could buy it. I could, you know, play some of the games that I've, uh, I, I believe you could play some old PlayStation 4 games on there, right? Like you could. Yes. Yeah. They're enhanced too. Well, some of yeah. them. And, and that's great. I mean, but again, the PS5 does have a lot of issues. One is the uh, hard drive. The hard drive, I think you could save like, what is it? The hard drive is like half a terabyte is that what it is I mean, it's something ridiculous where you know you've saved three of these games and now you know that's it your hard drive is full uh, th- there's a lot of issues with it and um like i said I, i'll wait i'll wait it out who knows maybe i'll go with the xbox once uh you know once uh the console war and i hate to say it because it is at this point it is we're back to playing the console war but once we find out exactly which is going to be the better, you know, console? Because it's still early on this on the newest uh, the newest life cycle. Yeah, it's still early, and uh, you still don't know which one's going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Right now, obviously, Sony's killing it, but you know that could change in, yeah. in two or three years. You know, it could be like Sony. You know, more Xboxes could start popping up, and um, you know, uh, some of their exclusives might be hitting as well in about two, three years. And, you know, they might sway me to pick one up, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm already, I already like games pass and, you know, I'm pretty happy with my Xbox one X and, um, you know, I don't have no complaints on that right now. So, uh, that's why I'm not really, um, looking into getting an Xbox series X because with the one X, um, it does the job. It does the job for me right now. Yeah. And there's no, there's no really, um, you know, good exclusives on the Series X anyways that makes me want to, like, buy one. The, the PS5, I'm not, you know, one of the main reasons I, the main reason I really wanted it was just, just to play my PS4 games better, mm-hmm. you know, because right now the games really, um, I mean, they just came out with Returnal just, um, you know, a couple, a couple days ago or whatever. Uh, but, you know, it's not like they have a bunch of exclusives either, you know? Yeah. 
So and, I could definitely wait. Well, I was going to say the uh, with all the uh, uh, the publishing, not the publishing companies, but the companies that uh, Xbox or, or uh, Microsoft is buying to make games. I don't. I mean, Bethesda is the big one for me, Jose. I'll be honest. I know you're not a big fan of the um, Elder Scrolls Elder games. Scrolls. Yeah, but that one and, and those again, we talk about long games. That's one that. Like I own that. I hate to admit this, but I own it for the, I own that for the PS3. I own it for the Switch, and I own it on VR. And that game, it, I've played hundreds of hours of that game, and it's enjoyable. And I, I can't wait for the new one to come out. And if it's going to be Xbox exclusive, man, uh, I'll tell you, I, I might have to say bye bye Sony. Do it, yeah. Cross over to the other side. Um, yeah, and once you get Games Pass, you're going to be like, wow. You're like, this is not bad at all. Not bad. You know, you're and, getting a bunch of games for like 10 bucks a month. <clears throat> it's a great deal. One thing that's going to – it's if they do come out with the new VR, that's what I'm going to hate because I'm like, man, I really want to try that new VR if PlayStation mm. does that, especially if it's that much better. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it seems like Sony – the next couple of years is either it's either going to really take over this, uh, the next console generation, or they're going to fail miserably because they've, they've built up a really good selection of, uh, of companies, you know, game developers that, you know, it's one of those things that I don't see them just being mediocre saying like, okay, well, they were doing okay. No, you're either really going to rock it or you're going to mess this up, you know, just extremely badly. Cause with these games, with these companies, like if the next Bethesda game, if the next Elder Scrolls turns out to be a Fallout seventy six, yeah, it's it, it it's like what did you do, man? You had it, you had the opportunity to just bring in everybody because that game sells like gangbusters. That game is on everything. That game, there's even an Elder Scrolls on a uh, on a refrigerator. You know, you can get it for Alexa. You can get it for everything. It's out there. Don't mess it up. But we'll see what happens. You can get on a GameCube still. <laughs> you probably could. Yeah, a TI eighty five. You know, <laughs> you, you start playing. Um, but with that said, let's talk about the next topic here, right. and it is the Last of Us Part Three has a plot, but it's not being made yet. So, Naughty Dog. Uh, this is an article on IGN. Uh, Naughty Dog has written a story outline for the Last of Us Part Three, but isn't making the sequel right now. Creative director Neil Druckmann says he hopes it can one day see the light of day. Speaking on an episode of the Script Apart podcast about writing The Last of Us Part Two, Drutchman, Druckman touched briefly on the possibility of a sequel. He states, "I don't know much. I don't know how much I want to reveal." Uh, co-writer Haley Gross and I did write an outline for a story that we're not making, but I hope one day you can see the light of day that explores a little bit what happens after this game. We'll see. Um, it goes into a little bit more about this. Uh, this is the reason I brought this up was one. I mean, I always talk about how much I like the last of us too, mm-hmm. but it also seems to kind of point at the fact, remember how we were talking about Sony uh, is kind of relying on their, uh, their strong IPs rather than building new ones. You know, they got, yeah. uh, what was the, what was that one? They got, they got rid of um, days gone days gone. Yeah. Um, for to do a Last of Us remake, not even part three. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I'd still like to see a uh, new Last of Us, uh, but uh, I'm still, I, I 
you know, I, part of me wants to see new IPs come out. You know, you you wouldn't get the Last of Us Part Two if you if somebody wouldn't take the chance chance on Last of Us Part One. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but okay. Well, first off, Jose, have you tried? Have you bought the Last of Us Two yet? No, not yet. All right, and, all right. um, no, I was th- I was thinking about getting it like this past weekend, and I just got tied up on some stuff, and I did not go. And I was like, I got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. I'm gonna That's try right. it, and um, I want to play it. Um, you know, because I was excited to play a new game. You know, like um, um, I was like, you know what? That'd be a great game to like jump into and and sink mm-hmm. my teeth into. Because I love Part One. You know, Part One's such a great game. And oh. um, oh, go ahead, Robert. Well, I was gonna say maybe we'll hold off on on this topic you know uh for the future i kind of want to know without spoiling anything where you would want to see the last of us three go well do you kind of know what the last of us part two is about sort of but i will touch on that subject though that you brought up i was like to see the last of us three like in a whole and um not involving like joel and ellie and you know any of those characters anymore you know obviously i don't know what happened in part two i don't know if ellie dies or whatever obviously joel's dead so you know you really can't um that, but, spoiler but, spoiler jeez oh, oh, yeah, oh come on that's the that's not even a spoiler that's kind of like uh everybody knows that that was a big hop up you know the big controversy about that game why everyone was like damn it i'm not buying this game damn it Joel's dead. I don't know. I'm not gonna buy it ever. I'm not gonna play it. But um, <laughs> let, let me let me shave this neck beard. Hold on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to see it like in a whole different like, and obviously in the same universe. It has to be in the same universe, but different like characters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Start afresh and see what happens. Then that'd be a different, a cool take on it. Maybe like way past the you know that. I'd say maybe like 10 years past the whole Ellie thing, you know, for okay. part two and see where that goes. What so about you? I don't, I will, I'm going to reserve my comment because I want you to play the game first and when we do a spoiler cast. Then we can talk where I want the sequel to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's something, I'll just leave it. I'll say this. There's a lot of people's complaints about the game uh, revolved around the fact that, like in the first one, they fell uh, in love with Joel, the character, right? Yeah. But you only know him for this little, you know, little part of 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 his life. So, uh, with that said, I, you know, there's something, you know, it's, I'd like to open that up, you know, as far as a as far as a, a sequel uh, to The Last of Us Part Two, because I, I'm trying to think, like, what a uh, if. Oh, geez. Hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, of a character. You know, if you, if, you know, any game, any character, if you play, if you see a movie, all right, here's a, here's an example. You ever see Pulp Fiction? Yes, love that movie. Okay, I love one of my favorite movies. Actually, probably my favorite movie of all time. Oh, so, wow. You've got, uh, and I'm going to spoil it for everybody, but if you haven't seen uh-huh. it, come on now. This is 26 this, years old. Yeah, this is Pulp Fiction. Not only have you seen it, you should have seen it at least a thousand times like me I, and Robert have. I agree. Thank you. All right. So in Pulp Fiction, you've got Vincent Vega. You know, Vincent yeah. Vega's your, you know, he's the guy. He's the guy as close as you can get to a main character of the of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And you get to see him. He's a, he's a goofy guy, you know, a likable character. Uh, he gets killed. And um, magically comes back to life, 
you know, in, in, uh, in flashbacks. But by the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, Vincent, he's a cool guy. But let's yeah. not forget, Vincent's a hitman who kills people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the feeling you get when you see uh, Vince die, you're like, oh, man, they killed Vince, you know. But let's, you know, you, you forget the fact that this guy is a bad person, like an extremely bad person. Um, and so something similar, you uh, movies and games are and and literature like books. They're good at um, making you sympathize with the character. But when you look at it from an outside viewpoint, you're like, well, should I really sympathize with this person? Is, you know, I think writing a good book that makes you sympathize with that or a good movie or a good game that has you sympathize with that character is great storytelling. Because at the end of the day, you go back and you're like, yeah, this guy was kind of a jerk. I don't know why I uh, really enjoyed this um, uh, this uh, this character. Uh, but it's similar to that, that's, you know, with that, I don't want to go any further, but I'd like to see something similar with uh, The Last of Us Part 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see in about um, five years, hopefully. Five years. I'm, I'm guessing more 10 years, to be honest. We'll be... Uh, uh, if, if we're still, six. Yeah, if we're still around. Um, yeah. Oh, we'll be around. <laughs> yeah. Famous Older. last words, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... The next article that we have is, oh, let me find it. Um, I didn't have too many to pick from this week. I was a little, uh, and again, I do apologize, everybody. We, uh, All right. But this one is, it's a controversial one. Tekken oh. and Mortal Kombat pulled from controversial esports events. This is a Kotaku article. And I Jose, you ever watch any of the esports or any of like uh oh, man, I love it. online games? Yes. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I used to watch um um uh, Evolution, which is a tournament that they had every year in um, Las Vegas for fighting games. So yes, I love okay. it. So it says Band- Bandai Namco and Netherrealm Studios have announced plans to no longer work with esports org we play. Oh, speaking of which, that's another game I played. Sorry. Um I do- I bought I bought Mortal Kombat eleven. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I've been playing the story mode. It's really cool. Um, cool. What'd you buy it on? on the, uh, uh, PS4. Uh, or PS, PS4. Yeah, PS4. Okay. I was going to buy it on the Switch, but I've heard that I might still actually buy it on the Switch because I'd like to have a fighting game on there. Mm-hmm. Um, if it goes back on sale, it was like, I think I bought it for like 20 bucks. Like the whole, um, like it was 20 bucks for the entire uh, the whole season, all downloads, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Bandai, Bandai Namco and NetherRealm Studios have announced plans to no longer work with esports org WePlay, which over the last month has hosted big money events for Tekken 7, oh, Soul Calibur, and Mortal Kombat okay. 11. In separate statements that were published at the exact same time and very much sound like they were drafted together, the longtime fighting game developers cite vague differences in vision and professional standards as the key impetus behind their decisions. Kotaku contacted both developers for more information. NetherRealm Studios' parent company, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, declined to comment beyond the official statement. Bandai Namco didn't respond before publication. WePlay first entered the fighting game community last year, ingratiating itself to top players and talent with huge payouts and some of the first in-person competitions since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The organization's most recent venture, 
the Ukraine-based Ultimate Fighting League was promoted with a total prize pool of $150,000, promising an ongoing and lucrative partnership with the competitive scene. That said, those who weren't cashing WePlay's checks were naturally suspicious of a random cash-rich esports outfit suddenly taking an interest in fighting games. These suspicious these suspicions gained traction earlier this month thanks to a Twitter thread by competitor and community organizer Josh Ice Age McHorter detailing WePlay's public relationship with controversial gambling site One X Bet. While One X Bet has previously partnered with major organizations like the Chelsea Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspur football clubs, the company was suspended from operating in the United Kingdom in 2019 after an investigation by the Sunday Times found it had been facilitating gambling on children's sports in Kenya, advertising on illegal streaming sites and promoting a so-called Pornhub casino with topless female dealers. A Forbes report uncovered similar illicit activities last year. One times bet three alleged owners were wanted by the investigative com committee of the Russian Federation as of August 2020. The uh, quote, the purpose of eSports e and one times bet partnership is the expansion of the eSports scene and opportunities for everyone involved in it. We play Total eSports News UK last week. We are aware of the fact that one times bet does not operate in certain countries. One times bet has assured us that the brand abides by all relevant laws and regulations in every jurisdiction in which it operates. In response to Bandai Namco and other own studios announcements, we play published its own statements on Twitter this morning saying that the news came as a surprise. Um, so it goes again into a little more, Jose. Uh, this is a little crazy, man. This is, I was thinking about putting this in the, uh, I was going to do a little more research. I put this in the creepers topic, but mm -hmm. the fact that they facilitate gambling on children's e sports in Kenya, like this, whatever organized, this one time is bet is just kind of the shady organization. That's, uh, I guess trying to become legit and, uh, Look, if I was another realm and um, what is it? Uh, Namco. The company? Namco. Yeah, I think I'd pull out here too. I mean, you got to be safe. You know, you got to be, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Anything once it involves children, you know, it's a um, lawsuits coming, you know, in every mm -hmm. direction. And um, yeah, you definitely don't want anything to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy. And it's, but it also goes to show that right now, esports, you know, it's this up and, you know, it's still, it's still up and coming. I know like in Korea, uh, mm -hmm. in what is it? South Korea, it's huge. Um, in America, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's getting bigger everywhere. Um, but it's still a, uh, it's still starting out. It's, it's this fledging it. sport. Yes. And you're going to get people to jump in that are going to try to take advantage of, of, you know, this unregulated market. I, a good example is like look at um, was was it Don King for boxing? Was his name Don King? Yeah, you know where he became this promoter who I believe prior to that I mean there were still promoters, but it wasn't like what Don King did. And the guy no. was his background was not a very wholesome background. I mean the guy was um, kind of a uh, he used force to get what he, he wanted. Thug. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and you know eventually like he got into sports and kind of or got into boxing. And I mean, I, I do apologize if I'm, if I'm misspeak about him and I don't want to, um, I, I, I don't want, I don't want to say anything correct, but to the best of my knowledge, I believe when he became the promoter, he did, he was still using kind of those tactics where, you know, he, mm -hmm. he got, he rose to the top by, you know, being a little aggressive. 
And, by, you know, made, by stealing. Uh, stealing and, and just like, you know, it made millions and millions of dollars, if yeah, not ex- billions. Exploiting his boxers. Right, yep. right, right. And mm-hmm. I think this is something in esports that maybe people have to start looking out for uh, because who knows where, you know, you organize this, uh, an esports competition. And I mean, you might have the funds to do it, but where are these funds coming from? Um, how are the players being treated? Uh, even, even the teams themselves, you know, it's, it's, it's an, it's a, uh, it can be a grueling competition. I know people laugh. It's like, well, it's, it's a, it's a video game, but these guys are good. I mean, they're good. They practice, they know how to play the game. It's not a, it's, it's a job for them because there's a lot of money involved. Uh, with that said, you know, like anything else, like any other type of sport, uh, it can be abused and taken advantage of. And, and you do get, you do get criminal activity that jumps in there. I mean, oh, Hey, yeah. if it, look at casinos, casinos were started through criminal activity. Um, and um, you know, similar to this. So it's just crazy that this is, you know, this article kind of points out that potentially this is a, uh, um, a, a bad organization. So, like I said, I do agree with um, Nether Realm and Bandai saying, you know what, I'm just taking the safe road and I'm, I'm getting out of here for this one. You know what I think we should do as a topic um, next week or whenever? What our thoughts are on esports. I'd be up for that. We can even yeah. talk about it today, Jose, if you want. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been on, the e tra- on the esports train um, for many years. I, w- I, I remember telling my brothers years ago, I was like, you know what? This is the future. Um, when Twitch came out, I was just like, you know, this is huge because. Well, g- g- give, me, give me one second. Give me one. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see what our other. Uh... Okay. You know what? The yeah. other topic was about Castlevania is real quick, guys. Everybody, Dreamcast, you cannot play Castlevania on Dreamcast. It is now available for you to play. There you go. So uh, if, if you really f- want to, do it to it, Kadet. But with that said, let's go back to the topic. Um, I, yeah, I'm it's a better topic, those. I think. Yeah. I, I think so. And um, yeah, so I remember when I downloaded Twitch, I was just blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a great channel. You know, you get to watch mm-hmm. live, people play games live. Um, any game, any game that you want to watch, pretty much, you know, you can type it in and somebody might be playing it. You know, mm-hmm. it could be an obscure game, you know, a, a Sega Dreamcast game, whatever. Somebody might be playing it or has a video of them playing it. And I remember telling my brothers years ago, I was like, you know what, this is the future. Esports is the future. Um, e-gaming is the future, you know, where you can just watch people game, or, you know, play games. And a lot of people at the time were kind of like, they didn't get it. You know, they didn't get what I was, you know, referring to. They just didn't understand I think my brothers still don't understand, you know, they're probably like, I don't know what you're talking about, but evolution, like I said, um, this was a huge um, fighting game tournament. That's ha- that was held every July in Las Vegas. And it had every, the best players from all over the world compete. So it was kind of like blood sport, the movie, but for fighting games, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember the first time I watched it was on Twitch and man, I, it was a, it's for three days. It starts on a Friday and ends on a Sunday. And man, it was like the best three days like ever for me. I was just watching like, you know, people play Street Fighter 4 and people play So Calibur and uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3. And these are like the, the best players like on earth, you know, like mm-hmm. you have Justin Wong playing um, 
um, Evo, uh, uh, Marvel versus Capcom and um, Street Fighter Four. It was Justin Wong, and you know I started knowing all the you know all the, all the main guys. And man, I was on cloud nine. You know, I was like in heaven. You know, and, I, and sadly, I had no one to talk to about it because <laughs> no one knew what I was talking about. You know, but I feel that in the future, in a very short future too, these um, esport um, players are going to be just as known as say like a um, uh, I wouldn't say like a Michael Jordan, but kind of well, sort of lo- like look at Ninja. Remember mm-hmm. that dude Ninja when he played? Yeah. Um, I forgot what game he played with a, a certain celebrity, and it was like Fortnite. Everyone was, it? was it's like the Fortnite. It was Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what celebrity he was playing with. Oh, with Drake. Mm-hmm. With Drake, and everyone was like watching them play games. You know, everyone was talking about it, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're playing together!" And it was a huge thing. You know, it was like such a huge thing. And this is just like a normal guy. You know, I don't know if Ninja's any good at at Fortnite or whatever, but still, the fact that people were just like, you know, willing to sit there and watch him play, and to me, it's no different than sitting down and watching people play baseball. I agree a hundred million percent Mm -hmm. with that one statement right there. Esports is like anybody watching golf. It's like anybody watching football. If if you yeah. like for example, if somebody's playing rugby, I have no clue what the how to play the game and I would have I would be totally lost. Um but that fills up stadiums, you know, full of people watching that game. Mm-hmm. And for people to say, well, you know, playing you know, watching esports is kind of nerdy. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I, look, these guys are real uh, uh real uh, athletes uh you know, look, they, they're all, you know, they're built like, you know, you know, built like, uh, you know, tanks and they're, you know, yeah. you know, footballers. But at the end of the day, the question is, look, brother, you're not the one built like a tank. You're the one just sitting there watching the game, you know? Right. And it's like us, you know, we're just sitting there watching the game. If you understand how to play it, you understand the intricacies, you understand why it's fun to watch, you know? Um, for example, I'll watch people play dead by daylight on, um, and on Twitch, just like, you know, just like you watch. And a lot of them are my friends and I'm, you know, and I, and I've watched really good players and it's amazing how the really good ones are. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, you, you kind of see the mistakes, the, uh, the people who aren't, you know, quote unquote pros, but, you know, you still see that they do amazing, you know, they play an amazing game or sometimes they'll mess something yeah. up and you're like, strategies, ah, yeah, the strategies. Um, and it becomes, uh, and it becomes like, you know, like watching a sporting event. The only difference is that I can watch it whenever I want. You know, I can, like, you know, like you said, I could, I could watch a game at, you know, when I'm done with the podcast, I can put on Twitch and watch a game. When I'm on the train ride home, I can watch it. You know, somebody's going to be playing it competing. Um, and I, I agree. It is very, it is the exact same thing as watching professional sports. The only difference is right now it's still in its infant stages. You know, it's going to get, mm. I think it'll get big. I don't think it'll happen as quickly as you say it will, Jose, but I could be wrong. I mean, look, it, it could, that ninja guy gets paid millions of bucks. I don't even really know who he is yeah. or what he plays. I just, I know, I know the name. I know, know that, the name. Yeah, I know the name. I know he plays Fortnite, but, you know, at the same time, if you tell me a basketball player, I might know the name and the team, but I, that's all I might know about him also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, agree. Uh, I, I think esports is a, it's, it's a market that, you know, that, you know, in the next few, you know, it'll get bigger and bigger. And I, I hope you're right that in the next, like, you know, very soon 
it'll pick up and it'll be something that um, that will be more accepted, I guess. Even I guess even ESPN has an esports channel now, don't they? Well, I don't have cable anymore, but I was going to mention that as well. I think they they either dabbed in it or mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still in it, but I know that they had a little bit of uh, into the esports thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how big it is anymore if they're still doing it, but. You know, uh, this was probably about five years ago or so. Maybe, I want to say maybe like five, six years ago, right? So um, in Chicago, they had a tournament, a, a fighting game tournament. It was called Underground Fighting Game Championship, I think, mm-hmm. in Chicago. It was, that's what it was called, right? And it was in Rosemont. And I had told one of my coworkers, at, you know, where I used to work at, I was like, hey, um, I actually um, signed up for it because I was real good at Street Fighter Four. You know, really? I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't like you know, like you know, going to win a championship or anything <laughs> like that. But I signed. I signed up for it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to this tournament and see, you know, what kind of skills I got. You know, and the tournament was Memorial Day weekend, and it was on a. Um, I was supposed to. Uh, my first match was on a Friday. And me and my brother were going to go, right? I was like, hey, you want to come with me? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be exciting, you know? So we went, again, it was on a Friday, Memorial Day weekend, driving north to Rosemont. It took, you know what? It was, traffic was so bad that day. I I gave up. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to turn around. There's no way I'm going to make it in time to my my match. So I turned around, right? Are you serious? Yeah, it was that, traffic was that bad. Jose, man, you should have, like, rented a room there. Like everybody well, does, you like you, know, you know, you 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 get a hand massage so you can be ready to play and uh, <laughs> yeah, you relax. You relax. And, you know, you don't even you don't even sit at the sauna. You just put your hand inside the sauna, <laughs> so it gets that nice little, uh, you know. Oh man! That's so then, crazy. Um, so then the next day, you know, I was talking to my coworker and I, he texted me. He was like, "Hey, did you, how did you do in the tournament?" I told him, "I was like, man, I didn't even make it." And he was like, oh, that sucks. He was like, uh, you know, how long was the tournament? I go, well, it's actually three days, you know? And he was like, do you still want to go and check it out? And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I'm not in it, but I would love to go and check it out. So we were kind of like, me and him were like, you know, we'll go, we'll check it out. We'll stay maybe like, I don't know, like half hour, an hour and check it out. We were there for like three or four hours just watching these guys play. Like, it was so cool because, you know, it was at a um, at a hotel, right? Mm-hmm. And... um you know, we, we had our beers. We had beers there, and we we're just drinking and watching these guys play like uh, Mortal Kombat and um, uh, what was it, um, So Caliber. And you know, it was a, a, a real fun time. I was just like, you know what, this is like, I could do. I could see myself coming here every year. And then the next year, they moved it. I don't know where the hell. You know, St. Charles, Illinois, which is like ninety that's, minutes from here. That's by me. Is it? Yeah. Wait, they have it there in St. Charles. Yeah, I think it was in St. Charles. Well, they don't have it no more because of COVID, you know. But um, for me, that's just too far to drive yeah. out there. And I was just like, I can't drive all the way out there, man. I was like, forget it. But, that- you know, it was such a great time, you know, just watching, you know. And this was, I think, I want to say it was 2013 that I that I did that. So it was going on okay. eight years already. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. think, like, when I, when I went to... Um... Uh, PAX West, they had a few competitions and I watched a little bit of it. It was cool. I just, the only thing is I didn't know the games that well. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, it's like watching rugby. If you don't know the game, it's just like, all right, well, it looks cool. They're competing. I just don't know exactly what they're doing. Um, 
but yeah, if I was like a big fighting game person, I would definitely get into that. I've watched um, like people play StarCraft. You know, they, they could yeah, I've seen that, that too, and that's amazing. Like I played oh StarCraft, and like I would, they would probably beat me in twenty seconds flat. They're like, you know, it's amazing how good they are. You know, and in um, South Korea, they fill up arenas watching yes. that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like um, you know it, over there. It is the big thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like you know over here where they're. You know, the other day, I think actually it was Bill Maher who was uh, making fun of people who actually watch um, esports, saying that how dumb it was. You know, and I was kind of like, you know, that's pretty um, uh, naive of you to say something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's like that's your, your opinion. You don't like that, then fine. You know, you don't have to like bash somebody because yeah. they like watching people playing video games. It's like people should make you know, people thing- that watch Bill Maher. Right, right, and you know the thing that's cool about esports is that you know you could just do it yourself you know you could just stream and you know mm-hmm. play your favorite game or whatever it, you know it's your channel you could do it you if you want to talk over it while you're playing you could do that if you don't want to talk about it you know you, you just stay silent and you know it's um i think it's 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 a a, a geek's paradise right now you know like all of this when we were kids you know i would have never have seen it coming mm-hmm. you know but now that I, i'm an adult i'm like man this is pretty awesome you know and the fact that you said Bill Maher, did he actually make fun of it? He was mocking it? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. I and think it was just, I, I swear, it was probably just like two days ago or something like that. It was, is this when he was talking about Bitcoin also? I don't know. I don't okay. know about that. Um, yeah, so look, that I, I agree. That attitude is, um, it kind of, it, 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 all right, it pisses me off with when people say stuff like that. Because... Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more than just the fact that I play, you know, that, that I enjoy video games. But it's the fact that it's a hobby that really isn't harming anybody. There's nobody that plays, uh, that's an esports player that ends up leaving with a concussion or that has dementia when they get older because of, you know, or, you know, a body that's been torn to pieces because they've been playing the sport for so long. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe in the future they'll have like brittle fingers, but, you know, it won't be anything to that what where it's at now with these sports um it's again it's the same thing as watching somebody play football i bet you bill maher enjoys yeah. I, I bet you if we went back far enough you would probably see him like at a boxing match you know somewhere in there watching mm-hmm. one which is yeah if if you want to be a hypocrite that's being a hypocrite you're in there watching somebody bash their you know brains in which again yeah. i'm not knocking the, if you want if you like boxing i watch boxing i like ufc um mm-hmm. if it's something you want to watch but let's let's be real. You know, the esports thing, it's a competitive, it, it is a competition. It is very competitive. Uh, Bill Maher, does he watch golf? Does he play golf? You know, it's, it, it, it's pretty much the same thing. The only difference is that the hey, man, and I know we're old, but I guess the big difference is he's just too old to understand what it was like to play games when he was younger, you know? Yeah. It's he the same it. thing. He's doing the same thing, you know, that he did as a kid, right? Play baseball mm-hmm. or whatever that he did when he was a kid. It's the same thing we did. We played video games and now mm-hmm. we're watching people play video games and he's watching people play baseball in real life, mm-hmm. you know? And um, actually, I'm looking at the video now. It says Bill Maher thinks watching video games is a waste of time. Everything's a waste of time. Watching sports is a waste of time. Watching Bill Maher yeah. is a waste of time. You know, yeah. if, if you want to do something yeah. great, then yeah, don't watch any type of entertainment and just read a book and learn and learn and learn and try to create mm-hmm. great things. But that's, you know, that's not the way people, the majority of people work. You need entertainment. 
and yeah, you, you need a, a, a relief. Uh, yes. Right, right, right. And yeah. you're you're right. I agree. I don't I don't you know like when people ask me like, well, what do you do for fun? Or why well, play video games? And you know they they look at it like some kind of like uh, some stigma around it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you play video, uh, and I'm like, well, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. well, I watch this, and I'm I'm like, well, good for you. You know, like I don't bash you for watching um whatever. If you want to watch that, that's that's your business. It's what difference does it make? You're 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 sitting there watching. You know, they're like, how can you sit there for two hours and play video games? Well, how can you sit in front of the TV and watch shows for like two or three hours? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's just, I'm doing something. It's like watching a different show. I'm watching a different show and you're watching something else. Like, hey, whatever, you know? And and look, I mean, people have different hobbies. There's somebody, like I play guitar also, you know? Um, every now oh, and then I- a waste of time. That yeah, is. it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Jose? I'm, I'm a rock star. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's- you know, it's that you got people, you know, if you have a hobby of, I don't know. I mean, if you, if you want to crochet and make a blanket, great. You know, at the end of the day, you created this blanket or if, let's say your hobby is actually making video games. Great. Yeah. But you have a hobby and, and you should not get now. Look, if your hobby is going around, you know, kicking kids. All right. Yeah. You know, you should probably stop that. But as long as you're not harming anybody and it's, it's something you enjoy, it's, it's not a waste of time. It's no. something you enjoy because um, it's, I, I, I just like, I, I, what does Bill Maher expect people to do with their time? You know, yeah. the fact, the fact that you watched the show, Jose was a waste of time. Well, thankfully I didn't watch it. It was just a, I saw the headline uh, from one of my uh, YouTubers that put it on. <laughs> and uh, he put it on yesterday, but I didn't even bother watching. I'm like, you know, it's just people like that. They just don't get it. Yeah. They're the kinds that, you know, like him, you know, again, I, I didn't watch the show, but if he made a Bitcoin comment or whatever, he's the kind of guy that wishes he would have got in when it was at a thousand dollars. You know, yeah. now he's kind of like, well, that's dumb. You know, Bitcoin is, that, that Bitcoin is stupid. You know, now that it's at 60,000. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm God. pretty sure if we could go back in time, yeah. he would have, he would have bet the house on yeah. it, you know? <laughs> Bitcoin, you got nothing to back it up. Back in my day, money was backed with gold. <laughs> yeah, I like my money backed by nothing. Just like, <laughs> oh, wait, no, never mind. Take that back. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, going back to esports, um, it is, you know, uh, well, one thing you have to, I guess we have to think about is, you know, what makes, I guess, you know, Jose, if you don't mind, I mean, if we could just keep mm-hmm. talking about this. Oh yeah, that's fine. So I guess my question is, what makes a good competitive esports, uh, uh, or what makes a what makes a game a good esport? Mm-hmm. Like for example, you got fighting games, right? Yes. All right. And do you know your Mortal Kombat games pretty much pretty well? Like you know, from the beginning to um, to where it's at now. What do you mean, like from the Mortal Kombat original? Yeah, from, to where it's at now. Like number one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So. Let's say there was a a uh, an esports for Mortal Kombat One, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, and mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Eleven. All right, Mortal Kombat Eleven. I can see how it's competitive because they've actually ironed out all the details. They've got you know combos are done. You know they've got it down set where um, I I believe and I I could be wrong, but I believe when they you know when they create some of these new fighting games, they have esports competition in mind where it's balanced um uh where it is uh um 
uh, where where you know you the game is is set with the potential of having esports, but you look at like the original Mortal Kombat, you look at Mortal Kombat Armageddon, the one that was at three D one, yeah, would those be competitive esports? Um, what makes it, it could. I guess what I'm asking is, can any game be an esport game, or do you need? Is there? Can old games be esports? You know, competitive yes. old games. Really? Why? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, because they still require skill. And um, Mortal Kombat ones, like you said, it's not as well. It's not as polished as the new ones or whatever. You know, the the combo systems aren't that great. But it's still like I love Mortal Kombat one. You know, Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat 2 are, are probably my favorite two on Mortal Kombat, you know, mainly for nostalgia reasons. But, you, you know, I have a friend, right? He always, I don't know what it is, he destroys me on Mortal Kombat okay. 1 and 2. He always just kicks my derriere to the ground. <laughs> Street Fighter, it's another subject. I'll, you know, Street Fighter 2, you know, it's an old game, but it's still a competitive game because I'll whoop him on that. You know, I'm a big Street Fighter guy. But Mortal Kombat, you know, he just, I don't know. I just, I like playing it. I'm, I'm okay at it, but he's great at it. You know, he's better than me at, at that. And that motivates, that can motivate you to like get better at Mortal Kombat. You know, it might, like I said, it might be an older game, um, but it doesn't matter. It's still a competitive game. Well, the reason I ask is because a lot of these older games and a lot of games that aren't really aimed at being esports games, like one yeah. character could be overpowered, which That's true. then does that make it, you know, is, does that take away from it being a competitive esport? Because then everybody's going to play that character. Well, see, the, um, there's um, certain games where they won't allow you to use that character. But see, that takes away from the actual, in my opinion, that takes away from, is this game at an, a competitive esport game? Because you can't, no. like, all right, if you have, uh, let's look at, you know, 1985 uh, Bears, right? Walter Payton, Sweetness, number 34, the number yeah. of this. Oh, what a coincidence. All right. Good old Sweetness. Like, he Wait. was, he was what I would consider overpowered in football at that time. You know, yeah. what if what if people would say, well, like, you, know, you can't compete with uh, good old sweetness here because he's going to beat us all. You know, well, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. You can't do that. But with sports, like when you when you put that clause in there saying you can't play this one character, then is the game really a good esport game that you have one character that you can't play as? Well, I mean, you could play them as the same character then. Again, oh. though, though, you don't have two sweetnesses, man. You only had one sweetness. You know, well, not in not in this like let's say Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you're playing. You want to pick Raiden, right, or whatever. Okay. But like, fine, I'll pick Raiden too. You know, until whatever. And um, but you know, those are rare cases because those are older games, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's kind of like you're into the new generation where it's kind of like you're playing Mortal Kombat 11 or Killer Instinct, you know, for the Xbox or whatever. But um, I mean, you know, obviously different tournaments are going to have, I'm not saying that's for every situation where, you know, they're like, well, you can't pack that character. You know, obviously different uh, tournaments are going to have different rules and it's up to you to be like, well, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll abide by your rules and play. Or you could be like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to abide by those rules. I'm just not going to play in that tournament. I'll play in another tournament. You know, there's okay. a lot of, a lot of tournaments. Okay. And I, I see you coming. I, in a way I'm, 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 uh, you know, playing devil's advocate because yeah, there are, um, you know, it, it is uh, a lot of the older games that weren't meant to be 
you know, before pre esports, you know, they were, yeah, you didn't, uh, uh, they weren't expecting it that, you know, if you had the OP character that, you, you know, uh, that, uh, that you'd be playing it for money, you know, that it would be a competitive market. It was one of those things that it's kind of like your friends, you know, you play, if you play with, you know, a video game with your friend, you're like, Hey, Hey, you can't pick this one character, you know, you know, just because he's going to be overpowered. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I just, as like to answer my own, my question, I think a lot of those older games would be bad, bad games to use for, personally for me bad games used for esport um because they are if you make if you make exceptions you can't play certain characters that means that game itself should not be it's not meant to be played in as a competitive game again i'm not saying you can't i am in no way saying you can't create a competition with that game and you keep that character out of it but when you talk about the the top of the um uh, the top of the echelon the games the, the the evos all those that mm-hmm. if you're going to create a game that's going to be meant to be played as an esport, it has to be you can play any character. There's no overpowered character. There's no, um, there's no quote unquote cheat. You can do whatever because it's fair no matter how you play it. Yeah, but you got to remember a lot of those games back in whenever they were created back in the early '90s, the older games, they weren't meant for competition. You know, mm-hmm. they're just quarter munchers. You know, they're just going there and you 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 play and then you know. I don't even know if competition was really a, a thing, you know, if they thought that, oh man, this would be a good, like, you know, tournament type mm-hmm. game. Um, but, you know, a lot of those tournaments that I was watching didn't, those weren't the highlights of the, of the tournament, right? Those were more like uh, niche tournaments that they had on the side or whatever. The mm-hmm. main, the main, um, when I got into it, when I was really watching it, the, the top, um, two for sure were ultimate um, Marvel versus Capcom three. And then street fighter four was the, um, was the, uh, the climax of the tournament, you know, that was like, you had your top whatever. And, um, but even, you know, not even with that, you know, like one of the things I like watching, actually I, I try and watch it like every week. It, Cause it's always on, on Saturdays and Sundays, rocket league tournaments. I mm-hmm. love watching rocket league tournaments and um, you know, and this is, you know, like, uh, for Bill Maher or whatever, or people are like, oh, well, it's just games. I watch them dudes play, and you know me, I play Rocket League a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I see those guys do. I can't do that. You know, I'm like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how the heck they did it. It's cool to look at, and I'm like, you know what? I I wish I was that good, you know? I mean, it's like looking at it, you know, you kind of admire them. Like, you know, now you know why those guys are in tournaments, you yeah. know, because they're doing stuff that you just can't do. And um, it's it's cool. I really enjoy esports. You know, I, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I follow my tournaments. You know, I um, obviously since last year, I I've stopped watching um, the fighting game tournaments for a couple of years. Actually, once um, Street Fighter Five came out, but you know, now the big one is um, Smash Brothers. Smash yes. Brothers is huge mm-hmm. in esports right now. I mean, it's one of the it's probably the biggest game. Um, uh, along with like StarCraft and stuff like that, you know, it's like one of the biggest games out there for um, e-tournaments. Aren't there driving games also? Wouldn't those be good for esports? Um, I don't think so. I don't think they're that. Um, I mean, they do have tournaments. You mm-hmm. know, they have them from like Gran Turismo and uh, probably Forza as well. But they're not as big as, a, say, a Smash Brothers or um, a StarCraft. Nor mm-hmm. even near. I don't think. 
you would think those would be, you know, that that would fit that criteria. Um, yeah, I mean, it probably does, but it's probably just, it's just not as big. It's not as popular gotcha. as um, the other ones. Yeah, no, I um, it for, again, I don't watch too much, too many esports, not because I don't, I don't like it. It's just none of the games actually. Uh, I'm not a big fighting game person. I do like fighting games. Like I said, I bought Mortal Kombat 11. I'm just not very good at him. I know I'm not very good at him. Um, I got my buddy Mike, and we play every now and then, and he usually beats me pretty good at, at fighting games. Um, and he doesn't even play those many video games, so I'm not very good. But I, again, as I said earlier, I think it's a, it is a what a burgeoning market. It's a burgeoning sport. Mm-hmm. It's something that I don't see it uh, disappearing at all. I, I wouldn't even say anytime soon. I just don't see it. Everybody, people are playing video games more and more. And I don't mean like people are playing PlayStation. You look at your phone, get, you know, get on a train, get on a bus, and everybody's in there playing their Mahjong or playing, uh, you know, some Bejeweled or Bejazzled or whatever. Exactly. Video games are becoming more and more popular. Um, you know, uh, it's becoming a, a, where it's not just, you know, guys playing games. Yeah, you know, a lot more. Uh, females are playing games, which is very, very good. You know. Yeah. Now, with that said, guys have to be more respectful about that. Which that—that's a whole different topic. Which is something that actually really aggravates me when people are like, "Oh, you're a female player." It's like you know, mm-hmm. you know, like what else is? She? Yeah, get get a life, man. You know, yeah. um, you know, because it's one of those things that the more people you get involved, it 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 becomes a. Uh, it, it becomes like a community and it's something that it does. it's fun and enjoyable because look at sports right now. Um, football there, other than, you know, they made a big deal when it was a female uh, referee in the Super Bowl, but there are no female players, but there are, there's a potential to have a ton of female players in these sports. There's a potential to have a lot of just all types of players in, um, in esports. you know, every, every type of ethnicity, every type of, uh, lifestyle, you know, just everybody just enjoying the game and 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 being a community. And I think that's just got nowhere to go but up. And, and you know, talking about the, the news article, as long as, you know, hopefully people don't take advantage of that. Hopefully people don't abuse that. And it, it's going to happen it, because there's money there. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, in the meantime, hopefully this is going to become the next then you know hopefully who knows maybe in our lifetime there'll be a sporting event uh esports event that'll be like the next super bowl you know right where people are like oh my god it's you know this week and that's what evolution was for me it was like super, mm-hmm. to me i was more excited about evolution than the super bowl and uh i don't even care you know i was like i was hooked you know i was mm-hmm. like from there on friday when i got home from work it was just watch that and then on saturdays just wake up and just watch the tournaments because it'd be las vegas time so um by like one o'clock, which is 11 o'clock Vegas time, you know, the tournament was up and running and it was great, man. I would just sit there and watch it for hours and hours. And um, on Sunday was the big, you know, the final, you know, the big final. And I was just like, oh man, who's going to be in there? And um, yeah, you know, it was lots of great memories. Um, you know, I got to get back into watching um, the fighting game tournaments. Um, you know, obviously everything got disrupted last year due to COVID. Yeah. But I was glad to see that uh, Rocket League is still going on, you know, pretty strong. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I love it. You know, I'm excited. And um, people don't get it. But, hey, that's their loss. You know, maybe the, their kids will get it. 
yeah. or their kids are getting it actually. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to all the Bill, Bill Mars and people that don't get, you know, what it's, you know, why people enjoy watching, you know, Twitch streamers play the games. All I have to say is like, look, if you, you might not get it, but if you watch sports, if you watch movies, if you enjoy reading books, the same enjoyment you get out of that is the same enjoyment people get watching these. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not hurting any, it's not hurting anybody. It is a hobby. It's fun. Um, and give it a, give it a shot, give it a try. You never know. You know, if you enjoy, yeah. if you're the person that enjoy, enjoys playing Bejeweled and um, uh, Candy Crush, check out a, a, a Twitch channel where they play it. You might, uh, you might realize mm-hmm. that uh, you'll like learn something. Tricks or something. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. I agree. I agree 100%, Robert. Um, so it looks like we, uh, uh, real quick, uh, ho, ho, Jose, console watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you pick up any, uh, you get the PS5? Uh, no, obviously. Oh, I'm Jose, the, console watch. Okay, we're done with that part. <laughs> I'm part of the 300 million that are still waiting to get one. <laughs> um, Sadly. Uh, yeah, so that's it because we're gonna we're running a little bit. Uh, it is getting late here. Uh, yeah, it is. We went off the <laughs> we went off the rails on this one, but it was a good topic, you know. Yeah, and we started late today, also. Yeah, we did um, start late. Are any um any final parting words as far as the geeky side? Um, yeah, just keep watching the e streams and uh, <laughs> the esports because um, it's the future. And um, as usual, I, uh, I, I agree with Jose. Um, uh, again, Dub, thank you so much for writing in um, with yeah. the with the email. But so anybody else can send a topic if you guys want to tell us about your favorite esports, or if you if you want to disagree with us and tell us why esports is dumb or pointless, if if other than saying you guys are a bunch of idiots, if you have an actual, you know, reason why it is a waste of time, I would love to hear it. I'd like to, I would legitimately, you know, want to hear what the opinion is or what the reasoning behind it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, you can always email us at uh, geekers. Oh, geez. I, I forgot our email at geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. That is geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. You can follow us at Geekers Creepers. Again, Dub, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, you guys, if you want, you can write in with these topics we spoke about in the geeky side or anything else you want us to talk about. Um, Jose, as we said, uh, Savage wants you to play Dead by Daylight. So um, get some get some. All right, practice. we got to set a date. Uh, all right. Yeah. So with that said, guys, we're going to be right back and we're going to be talking about a few creepy topics. And welcome back to Geekers Creepers. This is the podcast where we talk about the geeky side of life. And we talk about the creepy side of life. Right now, we're going to be getting a little creepy. We got our news topics of the week. And then we're going to be talking about a video. And I will attach a link to that video of a man by the name, I believe he's called Yahweh, who can summon UFOs. So with that said, let's talk about our first topic of the week. And it is our good friend, Senor Chupacabra. And we've got this from Anna, Animalian. It says, UFO released a chupacabra-like creature in a Bolivian village. Residents of the city of Santa Cruz, Bolivia, talked about their encounter with the mysterious cryptid, which, according to them, walked the streets of the city, uh, walked the streets of the city, reports Radio Mitre. 
Local residents gave an unusual description of this creature with the appearance of which no less mysterious with the appearance of which no less mysterious things happened. Well, I, that sentence is really messed up. That's okay. Uh, just before the appearance of the bean, thunder was heard in the sky. Then the inhabitants saw a bright halo of light and three bright objects. There was a crash like thunder, recalled Bolivian UFO research Javier Aliaga, who indicated that the object appeared to be throwing fire. Things took an even weirder turn when those on scene saw some kind of entity exit the craft. After that, the eyes of eyewitnesses saw that the creature itself was about one foot in height with three fingers on each hand and huge expressive eyes. But many decided that this interstellar interloper, judging by his behavior, was blind. Perhaps the daylight was too bright for the cryptid. The townspeople are sure that the alien creature is a legendary chupacabra, which is very often met by local residents and from which farmers often suffer losses. Eyewitnesses say that the chupacabra walked the streets of Santa Cruz and then eventually vanished into the night and the craft that appeared to deliver it to earth also disappeared. Some researchers believe the cryptids like chupacabra or Bigfoot appear in our world from parallel dimensions and return there. This case only adds to the mystery regarding the appearance of the chupacabra. Perhaps this creature arrived with representatives of alien civilizations who sent the cryptid to earth in the same way that people release their pets to walk in the fresh air or hunt local animals. In general, researchers of the paranormal have even more mysteries. All right, Jose. So the chupacabra is coming back to Bolivia. Um, being dropped off, huh? Yeah, being dropped off. And some people saw a... Beam of cra- light or something? Yeah, beam of light. Crash like... There was a crash like thunder. And a dropped up here to be throwing fire. And then this... All right. Uh, this story, there's a lot of like... Uh, I, Supernatural, right. like... With the lightning and thunder and lights and it's like, what's going on here? It's a chupacabra. Yeah, chupacabra is just some dude, like, it's like a little guy that just, you know, drinks goat blood and it's not supposed to be... Yeah. Uh, So the one thing about the story is like, there's... It's it's not so much that there's video, it's like, it's like very general. You know, you've got some People that, you know, they doesn't say where they saw it, how they saw it. It, it kind of gives like example, like fire. And then they saw this creature who was supposedly blind and then it walked off and the object disappeared. Uh, something tells me that this, there's something lost in translation here. Like, you know. Yeah. It's a, something about the story just doesn't, I mean, just it, because of all that, what what makes you think it was a chupacabra? Was there any evidence of like dead like corpses, animal corpses, or anything? Or just the fact you, you know you ever um, you ever played the game telephone? Yeah, you know where you, uh, uh, you say something, somebody else says something else to the point where you know it's not what originally was said. I got a feeling mm. this is that. I mean, I, I <laughs> like the original story is probably about some short little Bolivian guy that got off off a taxi and couldn't find his way to the store. You know, and suddenly it's get to the point now where it's like the chupacabra because it's just there's no substance. Like, where's the, where's the people that saw this? You know, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I there's no eyewitness reports and no nothing. You know. Yeah, um, and again, this is a chupacabra that come. I don't know the the whole chupacabra as we mentioned earlier years ago, not years ago. I'm sorry, uh, weeks ago. The whole chupacabra story stems from 1995. All right. 1995, 
the year that probably Smash Mouth came out with All Star. You know, um, it's it's not it's not a very old tale, um, but yet it it caught it became popular, it became this like uh, quote unquote folklore when it's really not folklore. It's 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 a new story. Yeah, that is true. It almost makes it seem like it's been around for like a lot longer than. Well, I mean, in, in hindsight, I guess it, it is now. It's going on like what thirty years or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's not a, a an old story, you know. Chupacabra is not something that's like ancient or that goes back as like Bigfoot or something like that. But it's definitely right up there in the lore of Bigfoot. I think you know where people like think they see it or suspect it might be a Chupacabra, but mm-hmm. in reality, who knows what it is? It it's could a be mean- a rabid. Yeah, exactly. Something. A mangy raccoon. Um, right. Have you seen, uh, Jose, you have Hulu? I do. Okay. Did you see that Sasquatch uh, series? No, I had I had no idea that there was a Sasquatch series. I, w- you, I would watch it. You should check it out. It's like three, it's three episodes. And, um, uh, and uh, it takes place in 1992, 93. Um, I don't want to ruin anything because it's a brand new series. It does take a lot of twists and turns, but there is one part where the guy says, he's like, yeah, um, I heard people talking about it. And they said that they wanted to create their own story like Chupacabra. And and he says that he personally heard them say this, right? Mm. But this took place in 92. Again, the very first time Chupacabra is brought up is in 95. Now they they never mention this, but that little line itself, the fact that, you know, this is our little podcast about Geekers Creepers. The first thing I thought was like, wait a second, what's going on here? This is the, the, the timeline doesn't match. There's no way anybody in 1992 would have talked about the Chupacabra because no. at that time it didn't exist. That, that, that folklore didn't exist at that time. So uh, if you, if you get a chance, watch it, and when you get to that point, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It kind of puts okay. a um, uh, it, it's like a it, it's a who done it. Let's put it that way. It's it's based on real events, and it's like a who done it. But when you get to that point, you're like, okay, is the main narrator lying to us? Because <laughs> there's no way he heard this. There's absolutely no way he heard this because it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I'm gonna check it out comes back so all right the next news story which i'll be honest this one is kind of interesting all right so this is awesome and i'm a Leon, and i'm gonna and uh, jose i'll show you the uh, pictures on this one but okay. it states here that the uh, ancient paintings depicting the aliens the wangina of western australia the wangina and i do apologize i miss miss uh uh, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, the Wangina are cloud and rain spirits from the Australian Aboriginal mythology that are depicted prominently in rock art in Australia. Another closely related spirit entity is a creator being Wunger, a being analogous to the rainbow, an, an, analogous to the rainbow sp- serpent in other Aboriginal people's belief systems, but with a different interpretation. The Wangina paintings have common colors of black, red, and yellow on a white background. The spirits are depicted alone or in groups, vertically or horizontally, depending on the dimensions of the rock, and are sometimes depicted with figures and objects like the rainbow serpent or yams. Common composition is with large upper bodies and heads that may show eyes and nose, but typically no mouth. 
Two explanations have been given for this. They're so powerful, they do not require speech, and if they had mouths, the rain would never cease. Around the heads of the Wangina are lines or blocks of color depicting light coming from coming out of transparent helmets. Today, the paintings are still believed to possess these powers and therefore are to be approached and treated respectfully. The most visually striking of the ancient Aboriginal paintings can be found in the Kimberley region of Western Australia. Besides bearing a striking resemblance to modern depictions of aliens, the Wangina figures also have an interesting story to tell. Due to the proximity of Southern Asia, it is very likely that the Aboriginal Australians settled in the Kimberley region as early as 70,000 years ago. Their mythology is rich and interesting, both in terms of characters and events and the legends surrounding the Wangina make for a very interesting topic. As the story goes, the Wangina created the world and everything within it during a period the Aborigines called Dreamtime. The legends say they came from beyond the stars, acting as civilizing gods and teaching the locals their way of life. After completing their work, the Wangina left. According to some stories, they returned to their home somewhere in the Milky Way. An alternative scenario has the Wangina painting their likeness on the surface of rock shelters before entering the rocks themselves. Aborigines hold the paintings in high regard and maintain them with a sense of sacred duty. These depictions present the Wangina as majestic and strange creatures, usually painted against white backgrounds. Their faces are encircled in an oval band with the outward radiating lines reminiscent of a spacefaring humanoid helmet. They are always painted with big black eyes, a nose, but never with the mouth. In fact, Legend says Wangina never resorted to speech as they conveyed their will directly inside the mind of their subjects. Telepathic abilities? The Wangina paintings of Western Australia aren't the only ones of their kind. Similar ancient paintings have been found in Indian caves all over South America and in many regions of Africa. All right, Jose, I'm going to share the... uh, uh, Let me uh, share my screen here. So here's some of the characters which I've got to say they do look like modern depictions of what, you know, we consider, you know, the Mm -hmm. alien, um, the grays. Yeah. The grays. And then we've got these down here. Um, and then this is, I think just like kind of, uh, Oh no, these are the ones in, uh, in India. Um, so, all right, so there's always that uh, people enjoy talking about the ancient civilization was helped out by alien beings, you know, the pyramids, the uh, Aztec mm-hmm. temples, all that. Um, with these, again, I'm no, uh, I'm just going by what is in this article. Um, do you think this is just a coincidence that they actually look like what we consider to be, quote unquote, uh, aliens? aliens? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's a coincidence at all. I think uh, now could it be an alien? Maybe could it be a skull? Also, could be a mm. skull. You know, there could be paintings of skulls. Okay. Um. You know what it is exactly? I don't know because it does have those big black eyes. You know that the aliens have, mm-hmm. and um, it does. It does look very similar to the grays. You know, I, I will say, it's. Um, I mean, just because it. You know, kind of like man, right? I mean, we haven't changed and we're the same shape, same everything, you mm-hmm. know, for thousands of years. Same with aliens, you know, they could be the same with the grays, you know, they could be the same for uh, thousands of years as well. And um, 
Yeah, I think um, it's very interesting artwork for sure. Yeah, and a, a lot of like old art, you know, like uh, pre, I guess prehistoric artwork or um, just even in writing. We talked about this the uh, in the Bible. There's uh, descriptions of angels coming from the heavens, which are strangely just sound like spaceships coming down. Um, uh-huh. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of art that just depicts things that you just don't know exactly what they're, you know, what it's supposed to, what it's supposed to mean. Now, that doesn't mean it's not somebody using their imagination and creating something or a myth. I mean, you look at, uh, if somebody were to go, you know, thousand, you know, thousand, 50,000 years from now, let's say civilization were to crumble, you know, in an instant and our art was still around, people would be wondering what, you know, what, what we, well, they were drawing what we were drawing. I mean, you look at like a poster for, I don't know, Captain America. People be like, what did people dress up like this? You know, mm-hmm. um, there's this catastrophe going on in the background all the time. It must have been like rough times. or something. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Why, you know, why are, you know, you got a cartoon character. Did they have talking rabbits, you know, where they're talking mice, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's hard to, to uh, you know, to see, you know, to understand why, you know, why these paintings and drawings exist. Right. Um, with these, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'll say this. If, if these are legit, they are creepy. They are creepy to the point where it's like, all right, yeah, this, this does look like what we consider to be um, uh, a- aliens, but it's also could be just a crude drawing of, of a human, you know, like you got the eyes, you got the nose. You know, it, it, this isn't, you know, we don't have Picasso here. We've got, you know, just somebody drawing what, what they consider human. Yeah, it could have been their version of Picasso, you know, like you it, said. It kind of looks like Picasso's. <laughs> Actually, later Picasso, yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, but it, it could it could just be that. And, uh, and you know, more likely than not, I, I've got a feeling that's probably what it is. It's just, you know, their way of, you know, crudely drawing, you know, humans and saying this is this is us. Now, there are a few things that, you know, I, I, if this is a drawing of a human, these are Aborigines, which I believe, you know, they are, they are darker. So why mm-hmm. are all these drawings so, you know, eyes are dark, but everything else is so white? Yeah. You know, that I don't, I don't know, but I don't know if, uh, if, if it's the, the, uh, the natives of Australia if I remember correctly, don't they like have some kind of chalk or something they kind of put like white on, you know, to kind of make themselves. It's, it's, I absolutely know nothing about the uh, Australian uh, natives, but yeah, me either. You know, hmm. if, if they do some kind of like tradition where they kind of, you know, put like some type of paint on, maybe that's what this is, you know, maybe, uh, hmm. with, but who knows? And it's very, it's interesting that, you know, these are the, these are the drawings that we, you know, that they see. Um, one of them Again, looks like a whole group of like grays that you know. I think yeah, it might it be. They might have been visited, and they were like, "Oh man, uh, let me draw what I saw." You know, <laughs> these weird. It was like nine or ten of them, and you know, or something. But you know, if they, if if the the grays did visit, if aliens did come down to Australia, why didn't they hook them up with like uh, pyramids, like they did to uh, Egypt? You know, if they if they went to Egypt, you know. Why not say like, hey, here's a uh, 
let, let me show you how to build a pyramid. Let me show you how to um, build a, a ray gun. You know, who knows? But I'll say this. This is, uh, oh, Jose, you there? Yep, Sorry. yep, I'm here. Okay, okay. That, I thought I was sleeping for a minute there. Um, I would definitely hang that on a wall. That painting. <laughs> I would too. This is oh, looks pretty cool art. People would come over like, "What's wrong with you?" Like, no, 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 no. no. Like, uh, it's it's like, an Aboriginal original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, it's not a Picasso. It's a a, a Lacasso. That's what it is. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh, so you guys, tell us what you think. Where are these? Are these? Uh, Aliens or just uh, crude drawings of, of humans at the time? Looks like somebody um, probably smoked some yakata weed and it was <laughs> very created. created. <laughs> that could be it too. Man. And if it is, that's awesome. Um, yeah. That's like, hey, uh, there's, it's art. You know, it's art. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Art is in the eye of the beholder or beauty is in the that's eye of the true. beholder? Um, well, Bar- uh, Bill Maher thinks it's a waste of time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to listen to what Bill Maher says because you know he's the uh, watching uh, paintings is a waste of time. You like art? Well, let me tell you why it's a waste of time. I'm <laughs> Bill Maher. You know, he actually came to my college. Um, he did a uh, when he, what was this, what was this show called? Like Real Talk, uh, politically incorrect or something like that. Yeah, so. All right, here's the inside scoop. He came to our uh, our college and uh, he did like uh, like his version of the show for uh, uh, like for the students, you know, they, they, on stage and everything. He did like a like a a non televised version of the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to see it, but I heard the guy was a jerk. You know, I mm-hmm. according to what everybody said, he was kind of a you know kind of a jerk and um, kind of douchey. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it looks like he might be. He looks like I, okay. I don't want to say anything. I want to say he, yeah, he's a uh, he. He may be a very nice gentleman, but uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah. But okay, on to the next topic before we get sued for trash talking Bill Maher because we know he doesn't like video games. Um, <laughs> the next topic. This is a good one. Russian man trapped on Chinese TV show. This is on Unexplained Mysteries. This has been all over the place. Um, for Vladislav Ivanov, reality TV turned out to be a nightmare he couldn't escape from for three months. The 27-year-old model who has been working as a translator on the show Produce Camp 2021 was persuaded to join as a contestant when the producers noticed his good looks. He very quickly regretted the decision. However, having realized that he actually hated being on the show but was unable to leave due to the extremely stringent contract terms that he had agreed to. Over the following weeks, he begged audiences to vote him off the program while delivering clearly half-hearted performances during the song and dance routines. The aim of the show is for the contestants to compete against one another for the chance to form an 11-member international boy band with the group's members voted for by the public. Quote, Please don't make me go to the finals. I'm tired. <laughs> Even I've told audiences in one episode. Over the next three months, he remained trapped on the show, unable to leave, and with the audiences continually voting to keep him there for the very reason that he didn't want to be there. 
He ended up being propelled through the entire show and made it into the finals where he risked being contractually obligated to become a member of the winning band if he was voted through again. Luckily for him, however, he was voted off the show at the last minute. Quote, I'm finally getting off work, he wrote on social media. <laughs> oh Get me God. out of here. <laughs> I mean, could, I'm sorry. Hey, it's, it's like a Twilight it, Zone episode. It really is. I mean, could you like, what's he up there? He's like, come on. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. You know, it's just like he keeps well, getting voted on. <laughs> like, oh, he's pretty handsome. Let's just vote for him. He even said, like, what was his quote? He said, like, vote me off, or I don't want to be here yeah. anymore. Please don't make me go to the uh, finals. I'm tired. <laughs> God, it's it's arrested. Yeah, man. I mean. So, all right, out here, have you ever watched American Idol? Yeah. Okay. I think I watched the first season where that guy's just like, she bang, she bang, you know, what was his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, um, the Asian the, fellow. Yeah, I forgot yeah the Asian dude. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, like, I watched that first season, but I know, like, in, in future, in other episodes, people have left the show. And maybe it's on American Idol. Maybe it's something else. But people yeah. have left the show because, like, they had family emergencies or they just didn't want to be in it or I don't know. They just left. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was stuck on there and couldn't get off because, like, there's a contract, which is really unusual that a contract would force you to, you know, stay there. Um, yeah. And you must like, stay they, here until you are voted off or until the show ends. And people kept voting. It's like people were just like trolling him. It's like, hey, no, 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 you're not leaving. What was his name? Yeah. Vlad? Is his name Vlad or what was his name? Vlad. Vlad yeah, Vladislav. Vlad, you are Vladislav. not leaving, brother. You are stuck here. Be like, please, I'm Russian. <laughs> I must get off the show. <laughs> get me off of here. I need my vodka. That poor guy. And like you, yeah. like the fact that he wouldn't even be tried. Could you imagine that? I don't know this son, please. <laughs> Just get me off this show. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know if that's creepy. I think it'd be yeah. creepy if you were the one stuck on there, you know. <laughs> I didn't read contract. I'm sorry. It was a Chinese. I should have got Robert to read it for me. He's a lawyer. <laughs> Uh, I looked at him and be like, dude, no, no, no. Yeah, go to the side. Don't worry. You're okay. You'll be okay. <laughs> oh, brother. He's probably, he's probably a young guy. He's like, oh, brother. <laughs> no, he is. He's 27 and he's just, yeah, yeah he got stuck out there. Yeah, that is. Um... I'm stuck on you like that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, that is just crazy. I mean, it's. Look, the reason the reason I'm laughing about it is because it's just a weird situation. He got out of it. He he's he's probably popular now in Russia, popular all over the place. Look, at the end of the day, he was stuck on a on a what do you call it? Uh, on an American Idol. Trust me, there's worse places in China to be stuck in. You know, his his was just turns out that he just got his is a little humorous because you know. He tried I just to want to go show. back to motherland. <laughs> I cannot eat no more Kung Pao chicken. Uh, poor Vlad. Yeah, poor Vlad. 
for Vlad. Yeah. Vladimir. Vladislav. Vladislav. Yes, Vladislav. Oh, Vladislav. May may your um, uh, may your future you, endeavors in Russia's hmm. American Idol, um, or I guess Russian Idol, Russian be better Idol. be better than the ones in China. Vladislav, please read contract. Exactly, that's the other thing, Vladislav. If there's one thing we learned about this news, about this creepy topic, read the contract before you sign it, people. Mm-hmm. You know, people say don't you know just, you want to be just famous. Just roll all the way down and accept. You yeah. must read it. Oh yeah, we'd be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. There'd be so many yeah. games that probably you know they're probably recording me right now. You mm-hmm. know, I think we're on a uh, on a show right now after not reading our contracts that we always uh, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get off the show now. Oh no, we cannot get off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Geekers Creepers forever. Oh no, um, I didn't read the final print. What's worse is nobody's watching, nobody's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> no one can vote me off. <laughs> no Nobody no can vote me, me off. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, our final topic <laughs> is going to be about the man who summoned UFOs. So all right, so I'm going to play the video. Let me give a little history on this one here. It's a man who called himself Yahweh, as in the uh, Jewish God, Yahweh. And he says he could pray and summon UFOs. Um, so there was a ABC 13 Action News. Uh, I don't know where they're from, but they actually went to go speak with them and wanted to see if they could uh, prove him uh, to prove him wrong or to, you know, uh, to show that he's, he's a, a fake. All right. I'm not saying he's real. I'm not saying he's fake, but I'm saying that what happened was very unusual. Jose, I'm going to share the screen a minute. Just let me get to the part where we got a, uh, where it starts up. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, um, we're going to listen to it and then um, I'll try to describe what happens. I know I'm not, I'm, I'm going to try to stop doing so many videos if I can, but because it's hard for people that are listening, but I do, this is, this one is interesting here. Um, I was like, tell me when you could start seeing the video and everything. Okay. All right. Good. All right. All right. Tell me if this is too loud. Uh, Mike are we okay? Check it out. Yep. All right, guys, just listen up here. This guy says the Old Testament written in Hebrew taught him how to summon UFOs. All right, he says he can also do this on command, and he adds he's been doing it for 25 years, keeping all the secret until now. These beings are here. They're here. They're just sitting right up there. We met up with Prophet Yahweh, seer of Yahweh at Doolittle Park off Lake Mead. We picked the day, we picked the time, and we picked the location. Everyone's going to think you're absolutely nuts. Well, I thought I was absolutely nuts. Until he says he saw UFOs. Over the years, 1,500 of them. Can we make it uh, 1,501 today? What do you think? I'll try it. He says the voice in his head told him to go public now. So we took him up on his offer, and we scanned the skies. Nothing but a few clouds. When the prophet started praying for a sighting, I wasn't exactly convinced. I pray, oh Yahweh, that you sent a sighting so that they know that I am not mentally ill. I am not a false prophet like those who seek to kill me say I am. I see something straight up. Oh, brother, look at it. There it is. You can barely 
barely see it, a white speck. Then another sighting. There it is, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Photojournalist Jonathan Hawkins locks in on it. Let's take a closer look here. It's an orange sphere that appeared out of nowhere. I call the boss with an unexpected change in my story. I'm I can see it clear as day. In fact, it's bright. I can't believe this. It's, it's moving pretty fast. It's going to Nellis Air Force Base. It wants to be seen. We called Nellis to see what these things might be. Guess what? They didn't call us back. But this thing started coming back toward us. It's coming toward us now, I think. What? See, it's coming up toward us. Whoa, man! Oh, hallelujah! Then, a few seconds later, it disappeared. It's going back up in space. Prophet Yahweh isn't concerned. He says it'll be back. And I'm still not quite sure what those things were. Now, if I didn't see this for myself, I probably would have just laughed this whole thing off. Prophet Yahweh says, though, this is just the beginning. He says we're going to see a lot more of these things starting next week. And he says it will come down low enough for all of Las Vegas to see. Mike Bellostrito, Channel 13 Action News. All right, Jose. So you saw the video, and I'll include a link to this. Um, this is, a, all right, to the best of my knowledge, this is a real news. Uh, you, this is when you saw, right? Mm -hmm. You see yeah. this in the past? All right, what, what did we see? What is that? Well, the first thing I thought I saw was a Pat Sajak and a Vanna White at the beginning of the uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was a UFO video, not the um, Wheel of Fortune. Can I buy a vowel? You? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is, <coughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. I think this, that was a, you know, kind of a hoax, I think. Just Ow. a dot in the sky. But it, 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 been any it flew away and then it came back. I don't think it was a UFO. I don't think that guy can summon a UFO and be like, "Come down here." Why did it? Why did it get so high? Like, why can't it have come lower? Well, because he 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 doesn't say like he he'll he'll have him show up in the sky. Look, it, it's just I don't know what is up with that, but it was just really coincidental the fact that they were out there trying to you know prove him wrong. I, I'll say this yeah. first off, it, it was a new it was a slow news day. <laughs> I'll say that yeah. a very slow news day. <laughs> um, and next, we're going to talk to the Chupacabra. <laughs> um, I like the word, like, I like the way he was like, and, you know, um, so that they don't, so that they could see that I don't have a mental illness. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh... that was a little odd. Like, why do you have to say, like, people think I'm crazy. Please show up so that they don't think I am. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, so you. So what? All right. So then, what? What was that? It was just coincidental. It was a drone. <laughs> it was a drone. <laughs> no, it was a little strange. But I. I don't know. I don't know if that. You know, if the video was just focusing on something. It could have been a satellite or something like that. You know. Mm -hmm. there were, you know. No one really looks up. You know. Like that's true. If you look up. You know, you might be able to see something up there too. You know, you just got to keep looking up. I think. You know what, Jose? I actually never thought about that. You might be right. Like very few times do I take time to just kind of look at the sky, enjoy. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's it's up. Okay, every day I see the sky, right? But rarely yeah. do I actually take my time and look up. And maybe especially during the daytime, you know, yeah. Like at nighttime, you see stars or whatever, fine. But during the daytime not a lot of people would just like you know stare up into the sky and just mm -hmm. be like hey what is that you know 
and maybe that's what it is. Like if we were to actually take time and just look up in the sky, we would see, you know, maybe not, un, you know, UFOs, but just, un, you know, just things that like a star. You're like during the day. At first I thought, you know, is that just a star that shows up in the day? You know, because that happens. Yeah. A lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, or just unusual, you know, planes moving back and forth. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. Like I said, it could have been a satellite or something, mm-hmm. you know. It was odd, though. It was a little odd. But like I said, we don't know um, if they edited that or, or anything like that. You know, it, it could have been taken out of context for ratings. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. So you don't think Yahweh's a UFO summoner? No. Mm-hmm. You just wait till he shows up to your door and starts summoning down yeah. UFOs. Oh, man. <laughs> well, if that if that happens, then um, you'll be the first to know Robert. <laughs> <laughs> like, Robert. Get on Zoom right now. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. But Yahweh is at my door. And he's yeah, here with Bigfoot, I, the Chupacabra, and uh, <laughs> and Elvis. <laughs> and those things that are from um, uh, Australia, the Aborigines or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And get this. Okay. Vlad is over here singing show tunes. <laughs> and he's not leaving my house. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, Robert. Come get Vlad Abakir. <laughs> I'll be like, you know what? Take Vlad. I'm keeping Yahweh. How about that? If if Vlad can sing some good show tunes, I, um, you know, he can he can hang out. We could do karaoke. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So yeah, I mean that video in and of itself, it's it's a goofy video. Um, it's it's an old video, uh, and uh, it's just one of those things that you're right. Maybe it was just coincidental, but mm-hmm. just. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's an entertaining video to see, like, uh, you know, what was this guy doing? And um, yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe he could just maybe they're not UFOs, aliens. He just summons balls of light. Maybe. Yeah, he's just a, balls of fire. He's a he's a ball of fire summoner. Good old <laughs> Yahweh. But uh. Oh, man, this t- this shows that this shows that one of our best ones. <laughs> oh, it was pretty good, I think. At least the first half was good. Our speaker um, side was pretty good. Yeah, our, uh, this is the uh, yeah, creeper uh, tired version. <laughs> yeah, last week I was tired, and this week you're tired. Uh, so, with that said, Jose, any final parting words for this week's episode? No, just don't forget, everyone, uh, to have a beer for me on Thursday, my birthday, the big four or five. So enjoy it. You know, it's going to be a great, um, you know, tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. And on Thursday, it's Jose de Mayo. So enjoy it. (laughs) Take a shot for Jose. Take a sip of beer for Jose. And Jose, maybe will be joining us for Dead by Daylight. Guys, thank you so much for listening, as usual. If you want, you can uh, email us at geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. That is geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com with any topics. Um, we have, I've uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, more of the creepier topics for next week. I just uh, got to write up a few. We've, I've got a few on the, in the back burner that I'd like to talk about. Um, also follow us at geekers creepers. Uh, if you want to tell us about what you thought about good old Vlad or about the uh, Aboriginal uh, paintings, or even about that crazy chupacabra who keeps popping up left and right, or maybe even Yahweh's UFO. Give us a, a just write on an in email, email, mm-hmm. or send something on on uh, on Twitter. 
Tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, if you get you guys get a chance, I, we will greatly appreciate it if you give us a uh, a four star review on whatever you listen to uh, our podcast. In we are available on everything. I always forget to mention that that does help out. Uh, we are available though on everything: Spotify, iTunes, the whole, um, all all the um, um, anything you listen to uh, podcasts on. Uh, so, Jose, happy birthday on Thursday! Um, Thank you, brother. Uh, maybe uh, uh, may your birthday be as a, <laughs> I don't know what, to, may your birthday be as bright as your future. I don't yeah. know what to say at this point. I'm just tired. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to go. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. All right, guys. Jose uh, and I wish you all the best of life, love, and gaming. See y'all later. <laughs>